Hello, hello, hello. I am your June Cleaver, hostess with the mostest, Michael Munoz. And welcome to In Yo Mouth! In Yo Mouth. I'm the queen of food who's always in the mood. To lick it right, lick it good, show you how to... Oh, God, that's good. I want to know what you eat from the streets to the sheets. So open wide, honey. I'm coming. In Yo Mouth. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hi there, it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. Hey there and welcome back, folks. Once again, I am your hostess with the most is Munoz, here to bring you your weekly dose of Food news, food gossip, food tomfoolery, and more. How y'all doing? It's a short week this week. We celebrated Martin Luther King Day on Monday. Yes, honey. (laughs) And there is nothing like a short week, right? I mean, I already feel I'm all messed up, actually, within the days. And yeah, we're just we're just trucking along through the year. I am solo on the pod again. It has been a struggle to find people, but like we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it and we will get through this together. But before we get anywhere, y'all, in the grand tradition of in yo mouth on this day, I need to wish you happy National Popcorn Day. Popcorn. Mm. Now, I have large laryngeal tonsils, right? So I have had my actual tonsils, right? Your main tonsils. Uh, I had them taken out when I was 20, 21, um, because the the ENT I was going to, because I was professionally, you know, I was singing professionally, or I wanted to be a professional singer, and the ENT that I was going to told me that I needed to take them out if I wanted to continue singing. And so that's what I did. Let me tell you, that was not fun at all. But boy, was she skinny, honey. <laughs> Even though I never want to be that skinny again. Uh, you know, I love love yourself, love your body. And yeah, but there are tonsils 
right, on the backside of your tongue because your tongue goes beyond what you can see. And those are called your laryngeal tonsils. And I apparently have very, I have a very large laryngeal tonsils uh, for those of you size queens out there. And all of that to say is that I, I do enjoy a good bowl of popcorn now and again, but they get stuck in my laryngeal tonsils and then I choke, you know, like, but not like seriously choke, just you know, like you get something stuck in your throat and then you choke and you start coughing. And, you know, these days you can't be coughing anywhere, especially out in these streets. So I seldomly have popcorn. Is is It was the whole point of that story. Me and my large laryngeal tonsils. But no matter what you celebrate out there today. Oh my god, popcorn though. Do you know that there is... I was about to end it, but then I I got on a kick and I remembered that there are heirloom heirloom kernels. Have you seen these? You can get them at um, Whole Foods. I forget the brand, but they are delicious. Heirloom corn. And my friend Vanessa... Yep, you may be hearing my iced coffee because... If it's not 30 below and the gays aren't drinking iced coffee, are you even a homosexual? Mmm. Delicious. And, yeah, um, my friend Vanessa from Mexico brought me heirloom corn tortillas. Mmm. Mmm. Yeah, I'm kind of trying to stay off the corn, off the starches, you know, get back down to fighting weight. I've been on the treadmill, and although popcorn is a good, healthy snack if you don't add butter to it, mmm, truffle salt, yeah, a little truffle salt on the popcorn, a little garlic parmesan, mmm, a little buffalo popcorn. Oh my God, I used to work at a very fancy hotel here in New York City that has a screening room and um, we used to serve popcorn whenever anybody used to rent out the screening room and there's, you know, it was rich people, rich white people uh, mainly and one day I'm standing there handing out popcorn and this woman comes up to me and goes don't worry, you'll get a better job one day soon I was gagged and gooped y'all if she p.s if she only knew that i was making at that place i was making more money than i ever have in my life just to stand there and hand her popcorn meanwhile i think i did the math at one point and we were charging like that hotel charged something like 13 dollars a box of popcorn and this isn't like refills it's just one of those like you know you put together that Cardboard box of popcorn. I don't know. (laughs) That's those are my uh, prolifications, uh, personifications. What's the word on popcorn on this National Popcorn Day? And you know what? No matter what you celebrate, if you are a popcorn stan or a popcorn fan, I don't know. Um, We celebrate you on this day. And moving right along to this day in gay history. In 1976, the Vatican calls homosexuality a serious depravity that can in no case be approved of in its newly released declaration on certain questions concerning sexual ethics. Oh, oh, the Vatican... What are we going to do with you? And 
all the priests that you have covered up, right? All their molestation cases and whatnot. What are we going to do with you, you know? Glass houses, y'all. And not even, like, ugh. Ugh. The Vatican is a beautiful place to visit, though, you know? Run by mainly terrible people, but beautiful place. Listen, I grew up Catholic, right? I did the whole thing. There there are certainly things I enjoy about Catholicism, uh, but not this. This isn't one of them. And just the place itself. Oh, my God. A, it's like the gayest place in the world because I never realized that they are protected by the Swiss Guard. And Vatican City is its own government within Rome. And the Swiss Guard wears the gayest freaking outfits you've ever seen. But they are so fabulous. They're capes and, like, uh, harem pants and, and yellows and bright colors. Oh, it's very, very fabulous. And I would love, I'd love to know what's hidden in, in the basement, you know? The dead bodies and, like, the mystical things and... You know, the, the, everything that was stolen. Oh, oh my goodness. But 1976, not that long ago, my brother was just born. When was my brother born? 85? and 75? 75. Yeah. Oh, in 1982 on the syndicated Helen Gurley Brown show, the host and Cosmopolitan editor asks National Gay Task Force Director Lucia or Lucia Valselka... Is it true that gay people are sexier than non-gay people? I think <laughs> I think folks we all know the answer to that and the answer is yes. Oh my goodness. Well, that's about it for this day in gay history. I'm going to keep trucking along. Listen folks, I have been in a space. If you've been following me on the Instagrams, and beyond here, even though I can't get a lot of you to talk to me, and I know you're listening, um, I have been a little MIA and very uninspired, just very uninspired. And um, I don't know. And folks, it's okay not to be okay out there. And it's okay, whoever needs to hear this, it's okay to take a mental break. I feel like a lot of pressure a lot of pressure. I also feel a little stuck. I don't know if any of you out there are creative, but like there just becomes a point in your creativity where you get stuck. And this podcast is almost four years old. Grant, you know, four years old, very little breaks, very, very little. There was a a very short hiatus after my podcast um, host, co-host left after episode 80, and then I have been going and trucking with only one one break. I mean, yeah, I guess I took a break for my birthday sometimes, but I still posted like, a, it's my birthday, so I'm not posting an episode episode. I don't know. I'm just, I'm feeling stunted. I'm, I'm feeling like I don't know what's next. I'm feeling like all of a sudden this is therapy. <laughs> and... And yeah, I'm just feeling very, very uninspired, uninspired. I did a little ap apartment refresh. I'm sitting on my new mini love seat. Yes, in 120 square feet. For those of you that know me, I'm sure you're like, where the hell did you put a mini love seat in, in your very tiny overcrowded apartment? And I've done some purging 
um, a friend of mine came over and we emptied out nine trash bags, regular trash bags, not industrial size, of clothing. And she said to me, where was all this hidden? Because your closets are still full. Yep. And those are on their way to donation. I think once there's a refresh and once, um, you know, I don't know, something. Once there's a little bit of change, maybe that that will inspire me to feel better to start creating more content. There needs to be more food content. I want to get back into the kitchen and bring some of that to you. Uh, something that was on the horizon that I interviewed for hours for uh, for a major food company kind of fell through. Uh, disappointing, but okay. You know, it's life, and that's how it happens. And, you know, the, the food celebrities are are just MIA at the moment. And, I mean, it's okay. I'm in talks with a, a couple people. It's just, I think I think everyone's trying to get their bearings of this weird time because we're allowed to go out, but people aren't going out, but people are going out, and it's all dependent on who we're seeing and how we're seeing them. And I have teacher friends, and I have friends with sick parents, so they're doing one thing, and... You know, I I certainly hunker down if I have to see my mother or my niece and nephew. Um, but also my other work life, I am out in these streets, you know, seeing people and doing things. And and yeah, just navigating this new sense of of life and and just going going out and eating and and we were stuck inside for so long. I think that's also part of the problem. I think we were stuck inside for so long that I I just I was like I can't. I don't I don't want to cook anymore. I don't want to you know, I just don't want to do it, right? It's like get me out of here. Right? But then at the same time you're like, "Oh, wait, I don't have all the money. I don't have all this money to keep going out." And you know, like it's exhausting. It's exhausting. Um, yes. Yes. And on that same topic of just like going out and um, navigating things, um, I was I went out to the most delicious Indian restaurant. My brother took me out to the most delicious Indian restaurant for my birthday uh, called Seema. It's down on um, Greenwich Avenue um, or Greenwich Street, Greenwich Avenue in the West Village. So good. It was called Rahi, and then the owners changed it into South Asian food. Oh, my God. So freaking delicious. And then I went to uh, one of the oldest Spanish tapas restaurants in the city called La Nacional with my friend Nav. And I've noticed that, like, service is weird again. Do you remember, if you all have been going out to restaurants, that once we were allowed to go back to restaurants... Um, staff, everybody was short-staffed. People are still short-staffed. But it's happening again in a different way because people are getting COVID and then can't come to work. And so I've just noticed that, like, oh, this, the service is weird again. And things are things are just... As a, I should say, as a long time, like 23 years in and out of the restaurant industry... You know, I I just always have my eye on what's happening behind the scenes. You never forget that. You never let that go. And I just noticed, I was like, oh, oh, there's like two waiters running this massive restaurant and running their asses off. And, you know, the managers in the back making cocktails and cashing out checks and 
just making it happen. And and I said to my uh, both of my my brother and my friend Nav, I was like, "Oh, we're back here again, and we have to, we have to." I I was reminded of the patience and grace that we learned through. Uh, hopefully, a lot of us learned through the pandemic um, that we just need to have because there was this one one woman, right? One white Karen at the next table having a meltdown and um, the restaurant knew like it took there was an issue and it took whatever the whatever their issue was and they were rectifying it but she I was like oh we're back here again and you know patience and grace and love and and gratitude and as I was thinking about what to bring you today I I was looking through all like the food websites you know munchies and food and wine and delish and whatnot and I was I was thinking about this topic and think about what else and then all of a sudden here at food and wine you know at this point I need to be working for them too um, there's this whole article about how to support your favorite restaurants right now, according to restaurant, restaurant professionals. And lo and behold, you're listening to a restaurant professional. Oh, my God. Sidebar, I have been watching <laughs> two things I've been watching that I wanted to mention before all of this is I finished this season of Big Mouth hysterical but like that depression kitty they could not have like the like all like the monsters and whatnot um the feelings monsters uh just more accurate and fighting through that like that like depression kitty of warmth let me just get in my bed and sleep the day away oh that can't be more real or the anxiety mosquitoes or the or the hate worms <laughs> if you haven't seen it and you love and you love dirty cartoons, that's the show for you. And I recently uh, got into Only Murders in the Building uh, with Steve Martin and Martin Short and Selena, Selena Gomez, hysterical. And the whole thing is a podcast, essentially. They're creating this podcast. And as a podcaster, I just found the way the way it all plays out. And sometimes the way the dialogue speaks, speaks like a podcast. And so that's, that's really, I don't know, as reminded, but back to, back to supporting your favorite restaurants right now to into food and wine and leading with grace and leading with grace and patience and gratitude. Always, um, obviously dine in if you're comfortable with dining in, uh, in New York is fucking freezing now. So the options to sit outside are, they're bountiful. They're there, but you may just have to layer up if you want to sit outside. Or if you're comfortable going in, you know, just get get your shit in order and use your hand sanitizer and and you know do the thing and and just know that if you're dining in, things may take a little while because you know the dishwasher and two waiters and the ba- the busboy may have called in with COVID that day. Obviously, takeout is a great way to support the restaurant industry. If you can, we need to start doing it old school again. I do my best to try to do that and just call the restaurant and use your credit card and support them that way. That way, all the funds go to them as opposed to uh, the the apps taking a large cut and, and doing that. Um, and also... Tip well if you're doing takeout um, and if you have cash on you, 
tip in cash. Those those guys really re- and ladies and they they them's out there really appreciate really appreciate the cash of it all. Yes, of it all. And right, this is they also say work with us, right? Have patience with us and be open to understanding how this is an ongoing pandemic. And people are navigating it the best the best they can. And I think you can tell if if I you know what, I have a little bit too much faith in people, but I think I would like to think that people have a good sense of like you can tell if this is just a fucked up experience or this is oh we are figuring this out and had to pivot ball change because you know things are happening and um and we're just figuring it the fuck out oh, so mad i was so angry at that woman the other day oh my goodness um one of the things food and wine this food and wine article says says uh pay it forward any money that you're going to spend in a restaurant is going to help if your favorite restaurant sells t-shirts or bandanas or tote bags or gift cards buy them buy them um yeah gofundme's work i've donated to gofundme's um i've supported things with t-shirts and whatnot not that i need any more clothing in this apartment seeming how i got nine bags of it but you know, um, if you're in the mood, there's a lot of places that that really have some cute things going and support them. I love this part of it. It says show solidarity besides the obvious ways like frequenting dining rooms, ordering takeout and gift cards and such. The best way that diners can support restaurants is beside is by showing solidarity in the choices that the owners make in regards to taking care of their employees and policies they put in place to ensure the safety of the staff and patrons alike. You know, so that's that's great. Share grace. Yep. Grace of gratitude. Be thankful. Be thankful. You know, I'm always I, I think I, I do it too much just because I know what it's like to be on the receiving end of the of the food industry. So every two seconds, I'm like, oh, my God, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> but um, but yeah, um. Just, just be, just be gracious and and grateful, and I know that there's a lot of crap going on, not only inside the restaurant, but also the waiter's, you know, Trump loving family, right? Could be, although the waiter may not be a Trump lover, their their you know family could all have COVID and be in the hospital, and they could be stressed out. You never people are going through so like yeah this is an experience that you're paying for but like you give what you get and you get what you give right so or you get what you give that's what I meant to say and and just being grateful and and gracious never hurts you know even oh my god we uh, a friend of mine was afraid to send something back the other day and I was like you're allowed to send something back it's totally okay to send it back you're paying for it right it's just the way you do it. So that's super important. Um, what else is there on this list, folks? The Oh, they say take action. We need every single person who loves restaurants and bars to pick up the phone and dial their representatives and leave a quick message saying, I value this restaurant in my community and that's the place where I 
where I got engaged, or that's the place that supported my little league, or that's the place that I go when I'm having a really bad day, and I want that business and that staff to survive. Congressperson so-and-so, please act in the best interest of these restaurants and support them. That applies now, but also applies three weeks from now or five months from now. That's great. That is absolutely great, and I didn't even think of that. But, um, but yeah, I, I should be doing this more, and maybe that's what I'm going to start doing. Um, like I said, I've been uninspired, but this is also a great way to take action is to start posting, you know, uh, post, 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 right? Post your meals, post your food. I mean, we've seen it from everyone. People just posting food all over the place. You too can be an influencer. <laughs> and sometimes people don't know if like restaurants, restaurant menus have changed and whatnot. That falls under spread the word. And, and yeah, and the the new phones, all these new phones, from Android uh, to iPhones, they they all take a great picture uh, that you can just click a button with your eyes closed and and just post. You know, it doesn't have to be anything pa- fancy. Just post and tag. So, yeah, I like I like that soapbox, and I like that soapbox for today. And it it, it was a nice reminder um, to myself as I was thinking about this, and then to see it. Um, on a site like Food and Wine too, so I know at least I'm in the right mind frame and I'm on the right track here. Just just doing things and and trying to spread a little bit more grace, gratitude, patience, and giving back. You know, it's giving back in any way that you can. You too can. You too can make a difference. I say it all the time. Yes, absolutely. Oh my God, folks. Only murders in the building. So good. <laughs> I'm still laughing at Martin Short and the gang. Um, yeah, that's and that's the soapbox for today, folks. I think now would be a great time to take you to my favorite part and the audience's favorite part of the podcast. A little something I like to call... Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Food News Update! News? Food News? honey? You ain't ready, girl. Spill the tea. Diners are using Reddit to sell their non-refundable reservations at Michelin star restaurants. That's crazy. Speaking about all of this restaurant, um, how to support restaurants. Uh, But I, I guess I get it. First and foremost... I probably should have looked this up, but is anybody else baffled about that big tire marshmallow man um, company? They they are the they are the people behind uh, deciding what's the best food in the world. Is that <laughs> is that not weird? 
that tire company with that big marshmallow creature just deciding what we eat or what or what we can't afford to eat uh, sometimes. Um, it's so crazy. It is so crazy. So this is obviously from foodandwine.com. Thank you, Food and Wine, for always keeping me in the know as I drink my, listen to that, my iced coffee. Oh, my God, there's nothing better than podcasting and taking a break to take a sip. But <laughs> just a mid-afternoon iced coffee. Anywho, so apparently as the latest uh, variant of the coronavirus continues to up and people's travel plans or nights out in their own neighborhoods, selling non-refundable high-end restaurant reservations has become popular on subreddits like r slash food NYC. Wow, it's it's become so prevalent that a pinned post from our Food NYC's moderators explains the rules for selling reservations through the sub. For starters, they wrote all reservations have to be sold for no more than face value plus taxes and fees. One many one penny more than the exact amount you paid and you will be banned, the mods warn. This is not StubHub. They also request that you only that only non-refundable reservations are sold and add that the moderators aren't responsible if a reservation sale goes sideways. That is, that's, that's crazy. Wow. Other Redditors on the sub have posted to unload their prepaid reservations at Tsukimi. My wife is feeling quite under the weather today. At 11 Madison Park, we can't go due to travel restrictions. And at Atomics, may not be able to make this. Mm. Oh my God, Atomics is so good. I got to eat there once because someone paid for a reservation and couldn't go. And I ended up going, oh my God, it's so delicious. Um, Wow. That's crazy. According to Eater NYC, many of these fine dining spots take reservations through Talk, which allows purchasers to transfer their prepaid bookings to another user. If a booking is prepaid and non-refundable, it becomes the property. It becomes the property like a ticket of the booking owner. Talk founder Nick Kokonis told the outlet, "They can sell it if we see an IP address that is doing this multiple times, we block them and their associated email address accounts from buying future bookings as they are likely a scalper. Um, <laughs> the, who is this? Jalissa Castrodale. Hey, Jalissa is the writer of this article. And she goes on <laughs> to say that uh, today I, re- I learned there are restaurant reservation scalpers. That's hysterical. Wow. Restaurant reservation scalpers. What? Oh, my God. When I used to work out at TKTS, I've had a million and two jobs, all every last odd job in this world almost, and I used to promote Broadway shows out at TKTS, and I used to deal with the scalpers all the time. I used to get free tickets from them too. Some of them were really nice guys. Um, I, wonder, I wonder how they're doing. Hmm. Not, not that I support scalping and that industry, um, but yeah. I uh, I just, you know, the, the correlation. I have a story that goes with everything. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Unsurprisingly, reselling high-dollar reservations on, res- on Reddit isn't a totally new thing, and it's not limited to New York. 
Um, Alinea bookings are being offered through our Chicago food and reservations for the two Michelin star Naka have been posted on our food Los Angeles. Um, same thing for Noma and um, Thomas Keller's um, The French Laundry. Wow. Wow. I mean, hopefully these people are people that really can't afford to let it go and support this restaurant. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, you know, I wouldn't want to lose the money either. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm curious. I'm curious that these restaurants don't have a a system in place that like if you have a legit like you went to like the city MD or something um, and have a doctor, you know, an official covid test um, that came back positive that you can't at least you know, switch your reservation to a different day or something. Maybe that's something that some of these places are looking into. I don't know. Um, I guess I'm here for this as long as as long as it's okay, as long as nobody's doing anything nasty with it, you know, because I'm sure people out there are or trying to take advantage of people. I don't know, but um, hopefully, you know, hopefully people who who couldn't be able to go or maybe or maybe couldn't get a reservation, um, get their reservation of their dreams. Let's look at it. Let's look at it positively. There we go, folks. You can order Girl Scout cookies on DoorDash this year. Yay! You know, the Girl Scouts of America are teaming up with the delivery platform in a new partnership. Well, that's good, right? So apparently... The Girl Scouts of America kicked off the 2022 cookie season on Tuesday. And this year, it'll be easier than ever to get your annual Thin Mint fix. In a press release, the Scouts said that depending on local data and mandates, those iconic in-person cookie booths may be back, but online ordering will still be available too. And in addition to their hybrid sales approach, Girl Scout cookies will be available for delivery through the DoorDash app. You can you can get your trefoils and tagalongs brought almost directly to your couch. You can also use the app to arrange pickup from a local Girl Scout cookie booth. As a Girl Scout cookie lover myself, I am so excited to welcome Girl Scouts of the USA to our platform, providing a fast and convenient option for customers to access beloved Girl Scout cookies on demand while empowering Girl Scouts to meaningfully grow their cookie businesses. Shanna Preve, DoorDash's VP of Strategic Partnerships and Business Development, said, Through this collaboration, we aim to provide access and opportunity for Girl Scouts while providing their neighborhoods with safe, efficient, and enjoyable ways to support their local troops. I love this. I love this. And who doesn't love a Girl Scout cookie? Right? Who does not love a Girl Scout cookie? Nothing like putting a Thin Mint in the freezer. Mm -mm, mm -mm, mm. Not that I need any Thin Mints in this house, but if someone sent some to me, I wouldn't be angry. <laughs> I mean, uh, I and I'm hoping that DoorDash isn't taking like a cut off the top or adding cash, you know? You know how seamless sometimes, like, you go to a restaurant and 
and I don't know the the ramen is one price at the restaurant, but a different higher price on Seamless, right? Because either the restaurant and or Seamless needs to take a cut of that money. So hopefully, uh, DoorDash isn't doing that, and I'm not accusing them of that. I'm just saying, I hope that they are not doing that. I mean, oh my God, did you know that you can also text the word cookies to five nine six one eight to receive a link to find cookie sellers? In your area? That is so funny. These Girl Scouts, these Girl Scouts got real savvy, honey. (laughs) There are 12 cookie flavors available this year, including all of your old favorites and newer treats like the French toast flavored Toastier cookies and always crispy lemon ups. There's also a brand new cookie for 2022, Adventure Foles. And they are described as an indulgent brownie-inspired cookie with caramel-flavored cream, creme, and a hint of sea salt. That sounds de-scrumptious. I will not be ordering Girl Scout cookies, although I support them at this moment um, and support this, support DoorDash, supporting them and empowering young women to do good in the world. I love all that entire message, but my waistline does not love that <laughs> at all. And last but not least, Campbell's turned two of its most beloved soups into scented candles. The limited run chicken noodle soup and tomato soup and grilled cheese went on sale last week. Oh my goodness, they're probably sold out already. I mean, these companies will stop at nothing to get us to buy some crap. And I wouldn't be mad if this was in my house. Even though Campbell's and I got into a Twitter argument a very long time ago. And by Twitter argument, I mean that late night, I had a late night craving for tomato soup. And I thought to myself, oh my God. Like some Campbell's tomato soup would be delicious right now. So I left my apartment and went over to the Dwayne Reed or Walgreens now because they're one in the same. And I picked up a, you know, a 99 cent or dollar seven cent can of Campbell's tomato soup. And as I'm walking to the register, I decide, I don't know what came over me, but I was like, what is in here? And there was like high fructose corn syrup and some other bull crap in there. And I was so angry about it. I was like, wait a minute. Why is there all these? Why are there some all these chemicals in this tomato soup? So I put the tomato soup back angry and I went home. No tomato soup. And I tweeted. I tweeted something about like why there needed to be HFCs in my in my Campbell's tomato tomato soup. And they replied back. Well, maybe something like, I'm paraphrasing here, maybe something like Carol Campbell's, you know, free free and easy or whatnot is a better choice for you or whatever the quote-unquote healthy version is without the high fructose corn syrup. And I tweeted back, why do I need to pay more money for less things? You know? I mean, I think I've talked about it on this podcast. I, I feel like high fructose corn syrup, if I'm not mistaken, came from came from wartime, uh, the wartime era and putting things in our food, uh, preservatives and whatnot and stretching a dollar. 
and so, yeah, I guess that's why it costs more. But um, I was so mad about it. I was so angry. But back to these candles that I don't know that I that are probably sold out and selling on eBay for like five thousand um, dollars. They have two candles. Um, the soup, the aroma and warmth are part of the experience. And, you know, meaning that they are not dissimilar from a candle, writes Mike Pomerantz, who actually writes a lot of these uh, food and wine articles. Shout out to you, whomever you are. I hope we cross paths one day. Um, Yeah, and so the Campbell Soup Company is getting into the candle game. And they have two signature scents, chicken noodle soup and tomato soup and grilled cheese. The former is said to offer notes of savory chicken, cloves, and buttery crackers, while the latter is billed as featuring roasted tomato, peppercorn, and gooey grilled cheese. Uh, the, the, the candle holders, why did I, why could I not remember what a candle holder uh, was <laughs> right now? <laughs> the candle holders are super cute and have like the signature Campbell's logo and then these snowmen in, in, can, in like knit caps. It's, it's very, it's very, very cute. Uh, Design Wine uh, Campbell says the look of the candles was inspired by the brand's recent stackable snowman cans. You even pull the top off the soup can, which themselves are a tie-in to Campbell's animated Snow Buddy television commercial. Cute. To further hammer the con- that connection home, once melted down, the candle contains a small snow buddy snowman figure that customers can keep after the wax is gone. Oh, so cute. The magic of winter sparks fond memories. Linda Lee, chief market- marketing officer for Campbell's Meals and Beverages, stated, Campbell's is excited to continue our missing our mission of creating family moments and memories for all th- uh, all through our partner- partnership with Camp. The candles are available today at both camp.com forward Campbell's and in camp stores in New York, New Jersey, Dallas, and Connecticut. However, if you want one, act fast. Yep. They're priced at $24 each. What is this? Dip tea, honey? No, ma'am. $24 for a candle. But if someone bought it for me, I wouldn't be mad. <laughs> Even though I don't know if I want like a cheese smelling tomato and cheese smelling candle up in this house. But it could be cute, right? Are you with me? I don't know. Share your opinions. <laughs> and with that, I think that's a great way to end Food News Update. <laughs> another joyous day and my does the time fly by where did all the time go i didn't even get to talk about uh netflix not renewing uh, paris hilton's cooking show i guess that's more uh food news update for you even though i ended it well that's all there is to say that uh even though i didn't watch that paris hilton's cooking show was you know canceled and i mean she's not canceled just the cooking show and it could have been her decision or netflix decision um i don't know i don't know 
folks out there, take care of yourselves. You know, it's always a joy. It's, you know, on weeks like this where I'm feeling creatively stunted and not knowing what's next or not knowing what to do, uh, on, on weeks like this, it's really, really hard to turn on this microphone and get to talking. So if you're here and you're still listening, I really can't thank you for your support because once I get through this, it really uplifts my spirits and really kind of, and it just, not even kind of, it really does uh, brighten, brighten my day and make me feel good. And I don't know, it's, it's definitely an outlet that I need and absolutely love. And I love that you're here with me. So I can't thank you enough for your support. As always, write me, write me, write me, write me um, via Twitter at In Your Mouth Pod, Instagram In Your Mouth Pod, or my main Twitter account at The Kitchen Gaily. And you can email me in your mouth NYC at gmail.com. Just Google me. I mean, I'm here. I'm here and waiting for the love. I know you're listening out there. Um, be kind to your servers. If you're going out to eat, be kind to your delivery people. Be kind to the people that are providing a service to you in general. That includes a uh, drive through um, walk-up, you know, takeout, like Starbucks or something. Anybody, you know, you, we have to treat people beyond their service because uh, more often than not, we forget that in our crazy lives, because we have a lot sh- of shit going on too, that we forget that those are people and although too, and although that they are providing a service, they're still pre- people. And it's really funny how many times I go up to order a coffee at some place, and one of the first things I ask um, back after after the person are like, "Hi, how are you? What can I get you?" I'm like, "I am great. How are you?" And it and it stops people in their tracks because they're like, "Oh, people don't ask me that," you know, like, "How are you today?" Or if I place an order, then I'd ask, "How are you today? Like, what's going on?" And so it disarms them, and it and I find that it really like just brightens their day and provides for an even better experience. You know, we have to take care of each other. And I'm really just forging forward in this third week of 2022 with that me- with that message, you know, being grateful, uh having gratitude and and loving you all out there for being on this entire journey with me because it's almost 4 years. Four freaking years. That's a lot of episodes. And so all I have to say, as per usual, is thank you for being a friend. And thank you for listening to In Yo Mouth.
Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader.